Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, November 10th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, cornerback Darius Slay. How you feeling? How's the hamstring doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Pretty good, man. Day to day, I just thought it wasn't real good. No, nah, no, nah, I'm good. You know, tough. Huh? You know, we seeing we pushing though. You know, I'm looking forward to it though. But so we gonna see how it go this week though. But I feel good though. How'd you think uh, Zach did when he got in there? Did good, man. Came in there, tackled. Uh, you know, shoot, uh, did the job best way he can. You know, so um, you know, he was ready for that moment anyway. What happened on that play? What you think of the call too? Uh, the call was bad for me, honestly. You know, I ain't, I ain't even, I don't think I grabbed him. I think it was like. Within like three, three or four yards, you know, hand fighting, and you know he tried to hit me with the, you know, swing by. I let him do it. I just kind of broke fast and made a play on it. So, you know, but uh, shoot, it was bad anyway. Cause I, I mean, one time, shoot, he pushed me in the end zone, and the ball was went out of bounds. He he threw it to him, but he didn't catch it or nothing like that. So he was like, uh, if he would have called out, I would have called a deep uh, OPI. But I know he could have talked him ten yards back. But you know, like I said, if I'd have hold him, he couldn't get over there. They'll call holding on me. So, but it'd it be, it be crazy out there. So like you've talked about your, your admiration for, for some young cornerbacks in the league. Do you, you have the same admiration for, I guess, young wide receivers like Devontae on your team or Jerry Judy upcoming? I don't even know that word means. What you trying to say? Admir what? Admir what? Like, you know how you, you hype up or. You oh, know, you just say hype up. You trying to get like, real big. Yeah. Yeah, I respect all. I respect the whole game. I respect everyone in this league, man. It's hard to get here, and uh, you know, I'm blessed to be here. So they blessed to be here as well. So uh, you know, shoot, I respect everyone. That, that said, what do you notice about Judy and some of the guys? Oh, uh, they're great, good guys, man. Talented group. Uh, and they they got a young core, but you know, got a lot of a uh, lot of playing time together. So uh, they they rolling pretty good, man. Teddy um Teddy slinging it, you know. Uh, I've been seeing Teddy long enough, man. Uh, he's in Minnesota, so uh, I, all I see is improving. Ultimate competitor, man. He go out there try to win every day, and um, and I can you can see the team believe in him, and uh, that's a good thing for Teddy, man. He been you know been through a hard time in his league, and he still find a way to bounce back like that. So he always got my utmost respect for him. When you play off or press, what dictates that uh, in terms of whether John calls it or whether you decide this is the time? Well, I kind of I kind of decide most of the time, you know only. You know, uh, sometimes some formation dictate us to play off. Some uh, formation dictate us to press. So, uh, you know, but any chance I get to press, I'm going down and press every time. So, but, uh, shoot, it'd be, you know, sometimes just to be the formation that has a lot to do with, uh, with us off and on. So what's your take on, you know, these quarterbacks that keep completing so many passes against you, uh, right. against your defense? Uh, what's your view on that? Why have uh, they had that success? I mean, you know, they just make some good some good reads. You know, something like uh, this past week, you know, I think the back end as a group, we had too many MEs because he, he wasn't throwing the ball over five yards. Guys was just wide open. And, you know, that's just because of communication errors. So that really had to do with a lot of us. And, um, you know, so shoot. And then, you know, you know the the deep ball I got caught on me. You know, that's a great ball, great catch. So, you know, uh, it was just mostly with us that game last week. Just, uh, the back end had a couple of MEs that caused big plays, and uh, we just didn't execute uh, uh, good enough. Like, like Miss Assignments. Why are there communication problems? I mean, it's, it's, it's the game of it's the game of ball. Everybody have communication balls. Sometimes you see some quarterback hike, hike the foot up, and sometimes the ball go over their head because he thought the ball was coming. So there's always a lot of communication problems, you know, uh, especially at a home game with us as a defense. We always trying to be loud. 
so it's hard to communicate in a, in a loud stadium. So we be trying to, you know, give hand signals and stuff like that. You know, sometimes some people don't catch it. But uh, we got to be better on us. That's on us. And we just got to do better in, uh, each and every week. You know, coach might have to turn the music up some more. Linemen say that the quarterbacks are getting rid of the ball so quickly. Right. What can the DBs do to make them force them, to force them to hold the ball? Uh, just we got just us as a group just got to tighten our coverages up, you know, uh, make it hard. That's just it, really. You know, shoot, we know we done boys can get there. You know, he uh, he is getting the ball out fast, but uh, in the back end, like I said, we had a definitely last. We had a lot of MEs that kind of let the dudes just wide open, so it was not hard to read. So uh, we had to fix that, and we go to fix that uh, this week for sure. Going into Denver, and uh, we gonna have to play a better ball than that. Really ah, what you want right there? Uh, to hear the defensive coordinator taking a lot of heat, and, and you know, you guys have a lot of pride as a defense, and you know, to have a lot of the play place under controllers, how personally do you guys take that, and how, how frustrated are you guys? As a unit? Say it again. As I, I said, there's a lot of play going on, John again, and, yeah. and you know, you, you guys as a defense as a whole, and I know you guys take that stuff personally and to heart. You have a lot of pride as a unit, so how how frustrated are you guys as a unit, and how hard is it to deal with all the, the criticism? Uh, man, it's a sport. It's gonna be always criticism, but uh, shoot, man, all the thing we gotta do is just go ex execute, man. Uh, I say, um, shoot, it's the coach only can do the call, but as as I always say, the player always bring the call to life. So uh, we gotta go out there and just execute better, you know. Sometimes, like I said, be us as an ME. Sometimes it be you know, coaches tell us like, all right, oh, that was a bad call by me. So uh, a lot of stuff we we as a group we both own up to what we did. Uh, he do, he do uh, uh, all the time. So uh, we just got to continue to keep executing and be better as a group, as an all. So uh, definitely on us on the back end. So we just got to uh, tighten it up. Teddy, Teddy's known for uh, being really accurate short to intermediate. Do, yeah. you, do you think this game plan will be similar to Carolina or more like? We're going to be uh, everywhere. You know, uh, you know, Carolina, they got a different uh, different type of style of offense. You know, they got uh, uh, Denver got different type of receivers. So uh, we'll see how it go, you know, uh, and um, – Get ready for this week. Thanks, Next, offensive tackle, Jordan Mailata. What was the verdict with uh, you play without the brace? Yeah, I think moving forward, I'm going to play without the brace. I uh, just feel more explosive. Um, yeah, I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel my, my knees getting weaker. So I, I feel like I can be able to build more strength into it if I just play without it. It's very risky, but. Yeah, so far, so good. I did. I did. I uh, hyperextended my arm in that Detroit game when I moved to right tackle. And, um, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. It hurt a lot. But um, the brace kind of just helps myself not overextending the arm again. So it just kind of locks it in place. It was pretty good. Felt bloody really strong. So. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, once it gets warm, it it helps a lot, and then uh, the adrenaline kind of just takes over any other uh, any pain that's left over. So. We talked to you last year. You know, you were getting sleep for the first time about like what your body was feeling in terms of recovery going through the first time. Mm -hmm. How does this year compare to last year in terms of like your regimen throughout the week? Yeah, I think I was more prepared this year just from the experience from everything that happened last year. I was able to kind of get a grasp on how my body would feel. I guess progressing through the season um, and so I think you know all the games that I played last year kind of just helped me prepare my routine this year you know making sure that I'm doing the right um, I guess progression in my recovery because I have like a little every day I have a routine every day is different so yeah what are sort of like, what, what's my thing, do you think, like, 
Got Monday, got to get a massage, got to get a lift in. Um, it's part of how I feel better. Just lifting after the after the game just kind of gets gets the blood flowing, gets rid of any inflammation that you know it can. Just regenerate that new blood, and then I guess the massage just kind of flushes it out at the end of the day. And then on on Tuesday is my day off. Just do whatever I can. Normal tech boots. Just if I want to come in. I'll come and get you know extra work here, some soft tissue work, and do the tubs. Wednesday, tubs, sauna, um, and cupping. Yeah, I love my cupping. Thursday, same thing. Um, tubs, scraping with the uh, Graston. Kind of just peel off the layers or the, uh, it's like, mate, I'm not, no, I don't have a degree in, <laughs> I don't have a degree in body science, man. I can't, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But, um, um, but yeah, you know, just all the stuff that, you know, they help, the guys inside help me with this uh, routine that I do every day. So kind of just nice to, at the end of the day, my body feels great. And then Friday, get another massage, do whatever I can, like, Mama take boots and all that, and Saturday, travel day, we're at home. I feel pretty fresh by then, and yeah. Jordan, you guys have run for like 400 rushing yards in the last two games. What does that give you as far as, you know, now other teams kind of really have to play more honest, I guess. What does it do for you guys as far as the way teams can defend you? Even if you don't run, there's that threat of it. I think most important thing is just putting respect on our name, that we can run the ball, and that itself will protect everything, you know, the pass game, play action game, screen game. And so I think, you know, we're doing a great job of knowing our assignments and just trying to dominate the next guy or the guy opposing us. So, yeah, just it helps us a lot with, with that side of the aspect of the game, just protecting our runs, get, protecting our game plan. And I think the boys are doing a hell of a job, you know, five-wheel drive. So just along those lines, I mean, what have you noticed about blocking Kurt Jordan Howard in his last two games? He tells me all the time, he's I'm just gonna run behind you. So I was like, all right, I was like, yeah, it's just, it's like all right, I'll just I'll do whatever I can to, to to give you that hole. And you know, that's why I think when we, when he when I when he scored that touchdown, I think I was so pumped just because you know we had talked we talk about this all the time and walking through here, through all the plays and Jordan's just a very straight runner, just a tough runner. But well yeah, look, the guy's ridiculous, you know, like the way he runs and you know, when you have a guy like that on the team, it, it helps a lot with the run game as well. And um, yeah, credit to, to Jordan, you know. I mean, I just I just block and he does all the rest. What's it been like blocking, especially with, like run blocking with Landon? <laughs> the big bopper's <laughs> freaking insane. strong. Yeah, he's strong as hell, and um, yeah, he's such a funny character. Our bromance is blooming. Get it, blooming? <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he's it's, it's awesome playing next to Landon. We kind of figured out our own, kind of like how Isaac and I had our own separate, you know, terms on on how to call the technique. And so we're just trying to mix it up so nobody, you know, when they watch film, I know they have guys in the you know, analytics department in there listening to our calls. So Landon and I are trying to keep, uh, you know, making up our own calls that aren't too, you know, over the top. And we didn't have to, you know, be like, oh, what did you say again? So it's kind of nice playing next to Landon. Big bopper. Big bopper. Might be an Aussie thing. Might be an Aussie thing, so, yeah. Big bopper. And which uh, which Oh, is it Dinky, the green one? I don't even know. Mrs. just bought it and I just wore it. When I put on the suit, it didn't fit, so I had to cut the sleeves off and cut the the pants off to kind of just make it make it fit and it worked. So. Devante, have you spent much time with him? 
100%. You see, if you see Smitty, how he conducts himself every day, he's, he's so accountable, he's so professional about his routine. My guy has a routine every day. And when you, when you see that, especially as his teammate, you respect that a lot. And it kind of just makes you want to do the same thing. You know, it's very infectious culture that we're trying to create. And, you know, for his first year in the league, it's incredible what he's doing now. What's in his routine? Like, what are some of the things he's noticed that working out, eating? Yeah, everything comes in early. The bloke comes here before some of the trainers, man. Like, sometimes he's here in the morning. I see him in his locker, like, on the iPad, just doing doing his extra stuff that he does. And in the, in the, in the gym when we work out, dude's leading in there, you know, trying to, trying to break scores, trying to make numbers. It's incredible. I mean, I don't know what else wide receivers do. I'm not a wide receiver, but, yeah. you know. All right. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. We got lanes. Up next, linebacker T.J. Edwards. T.J., what's your take on why quarterbacks have had success completing a high percentage of throws this season? Yeah. Um, well, one, I think the quarterbacks we play have done a good job of getting the ball out quick, um, you know, kind of trying to stop our rush a little bit. And um, at the end of the day, there's times where I think we just need to be tighter on things. Um, and. Uh, we've definitely, you know, had that as a point of emphasis some from the start of the year. So still things that we're trying to uh, make sure that we're on. But um, I know we'll get that fixed. Darius spoke of some of the miscommunication issues this past game. Mm -hmm. um, could you provide a little more detail? You know, as a mic, was that is it, that has something to do with it? Because you're more playing that more, or is it just uh, in the more in the back end? Uh, I think it's all around, you know, uh, obviously there's a lot of communication from the front end to the back end and uh, things like that. So it's really just us all getting on the same page, um, things that we can easily fix and that, you know, we got corrected the uh, Monday after the game. So, you know, things like that is things that we can control and we just have to make sure that that, that stuff doesn't happen because, uh, you know, when there's breakdowns in communication, that's when the easy completions come and the, and the big plays come. So, Ronnie McLeod has talked about you're not taking away the first read. You're getting the first read every time. That's why yeah. you can ask so fast. What is your discussions amongst yourselves on how to take that, you know, to break that up? Yeah. To stop the uh, first read from being completed so fast? Yeah, I think it just comes down to us being tighter on those things. Um, we, we, we prep so hard throughout the week, and we, we always have a good idea of, of what's coming um, and what we see. And um, I think at the end of the day, it's guys just kind of trusting those reads and trusting those plays that they're, we're going to see those things and, and just going to attack it because um, I think, you know, we, we try to do a thing of trying to help each other out at times, but um, at times we just have to get to our coverage and stick them so that a quarterback does have to go to his second and third read. So what's that fine line like, TJ? JG always says the quickest way to get beat is the ball going over your head. So yeah. he's trying to limit those explosive plays versus those first reads. Yeah. How, how do you kind of serve both masters? Yeah, so that's really just kind of the uh, the back end, so like the, the safeties and DBs and the linebackers being connected on a string. You know, if the DBs are going to take away the, the big plays, um, you know, we got to get closer to, to coverage so that we can take away those early check down reads. Um, and at the end of the day, I think, you know, we're trying to do a good job of, you know, keeping a roof over, over everything so that our D-line can rush. Um, so it really comes down to the guys in the middle of the field getting closer to that coverage so that we can give our D-line time. Challenges the Broncos face offensively. I mean, they got another guy, Bridgewater, who yeah. complete a high percentage of passes, you know, dangerous tight end and yeah. receivers and everything. Like, how, how big a challenge is that for the yeah, I mean, you know, every week in the NFL, the offense is really good receivers, really good quarterback, really good tight ends, and, and things like that. So it's nothing that we're, um, 
you know, whatever about, but we know that we have to be, again, really good with our communication and really good with uh, being tight to coverage. You know, experienced guy with our quarterback, so he's not going to uh, make any dumb mistakes or anything like that. So we just have to do a good job of, of getting to the ball when he does check it down to make sure that that gets stopped short. And um, at the end of the day, just kind of being connected as a group so that we can let our D-line get home and rush. What's I mean, their uh, young running back so tough to kick down? Uh, there's, yeah. I think he has really good balance, really good vision. Um, he's a lot stronger when you watch him on tape than you'd think. Uh, and I also think, you know, Melvin Gordon, a guy that uh, I watched for a long time, um, is also very elusive and, and things like that. So they, they definitely provide a challenge for us, for sure. Are these practice weeks or, I guess, preparation weeks different for you when it's uh, a team you're not used to seeing as opposed to teams that you've seen these past two years and you kind of know what to expect? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously when you've played a team before with uh, kind of similar systems, you, you know, have a better idea. But um, for me, I kind of, I, I like the challenge of going in there, looking at all their tape and all their film. And, um, you know, we came in with a, with a great plan today. And um, so I think we're, we're really excited about this one, for sure. What do you think has been the biggest difference or biggest reason why the run defense has been better this last year? I think it's just, we're just doing a good job of being more stout. You know, guys getting downhill in their gaps and, um, you know, taking those double teams off the big guys and letting them do what they do, which is disrupt the play and uh, get to the ball. I think there's been a, a heavy emphasis on everyone just getting to the ball because um, even if there's someone who misses a tackle, we, we can't have plays break or anything like that. So I think just getting 11 hats to the ball has been a big emphasis and something that's um, shown on film. On a personal level, do you think you've proven anything over the past couple of weeks playing as a three-down linebacker? Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to think so, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm focused on, on this week, and um, I'll do the looking back on all the games at the end of the year when it's all said and done. But uh, for right now, I know there's areas that I can be a lot better in, and that's what, what I'm work, looking on right now. Are you the most experienced player in the room? I don't know. We got some experience in the room, you know, with Alex playing a bunch and, and things like that. But I think at the end of the day, we do such a good job of helping each other. You know, there's going to be a way that I see things. There's going to be a way that Alex sees things So and, and Sean sees things and um, DT sees things. So just kind of bringing all those minds together and trying to figure out the best way to uh, get our job done is something that we've done a really good job of, I think. Does, alt does the altitude in Denver get mentioned at all during the course of the week? Uh, like any kind of preparations go into that? Uh, or I don't know. Just, is it addressed? Yeah, um, you know, it's definitely addressed. I mean, um, you know, obviously it's a factor that we have to be ready for just because we're, we're so detailed on what we do throughout the week in terms of game plan and things like that. So nutrition-wise and hydration-wise is something that we have to be detailed in as well. Um, and so I know that we've, we've already started talking about that and putting an emphasis, emphasis on that so that game day we don't have to worry about it and we can just go out there and do our job. Appreciate you guys. Next to the podium, quarterback Jalen Hurts. Uh, Nick said earlier, Brian Johnson's been on the sideline the last two games. Uh, what's been the benefit of that uh, from your standpoint? Um, I think it's just been good to, you know, first off, get them on the field. Um, it's, it's a little different when you're on the field, when you're up top in terms of seeing the game. So um, been good to have him out there, talking to him, communicating with him, uh, considering, he, he, you know, he's, he's in the room and I spend a lot of time with him. So have him on the field is, is good for me. When you go into a, a third down situation and you realize if you have to run, you might have to take a hit, is that something that goes through your mind before the snap, or is that kind of something you think about as you're taking off? Um, it's kind of having a feel for it as a player um, out there, really. You know, certain situations, maybe certain times in the game, maybe it's a necessity, um, maybe it's not. I'll give you some, some context about that. Um, and, and in situations where it's kind of hurt us and when it hasn't, 
Um, I think back to a drive we had versus the Raiders where I, I slid um, prior to the sticks on second down, second and 11. Um, but you think that's okay. Then the next play we get, you know, a penalty, then we back up, and then um, kind of go the drive goes down the drain. Um, where, you know, yesterday maybe you know, I'm probably hitting the sideline, um, getting the sticks, being aware of the sticks, breaking out of bounds. Um, and then the game on the line, going over the top of a guy to extend extend the drive because that was what, what was needed. So um, just being trying to be mindful of everything as a player. Um, and and that's that's a moment versus the Raiders that I, I've learned from, you know what I'm saying? And it, I guess it was on display um, in, that, in that drive. Yeah, I guess you. Sorry. As far as the play action, your numbers have been pretty good been pretty good out of the play action. What do you like about that? What do you do to work on that? What's the key to being successful in that? Well, um, I think, I think throwing the ball, um, really all the play action game, it's a testament to what we're doing up front um, and how we're running it so well right now. Um, I think in my history, I've always had um, a lot of comfort in um, doing those things ever since I you know, went to Alabama and kind of got introduced to that type of offense then. I'm really snapping back and getting my eyes on the defense and seeing it and um, you know playing playing on good rhythm so um, it's, it's been good for us this far and we continue to you know grow with it. Follow up on Dave's question about taking off and running. What, I know you said that you you don't like to get too high or too low, but when you make a play like you did with with the flip and everything, what's the adrenaline like in that moment when you're heading back to the huddle and calling the next play? Shit, honestly, I mean that whole drive. Um, I mean it, it wasn't enough clearly. But that whole drive, I'm like, I shouldn't even be right here. I shouldn't even be in this situation. I shouldn't even have to do this right now, you know. So, always looking at the things that I could have done better in the game. You know, I, I, as a player and the work I put in, the work we all put in, we expect to be there um, and show up when the, when the game is there on the, on the line. Um, just just have to be more consistent with it. And um, last game was an example of, um, you know, take advantage of every opportunity. But, you know, in a game like that, you know, everything's going to be um, kind of less margin margin for error, um, and everything's more critical in the end. So a lot to learn from. Nick said that uh, on Fridays after everybody else leaves that you and he meet each week. What are the you know, those meetings like? What do you guys talk about? What's been the benefit of those? Yeah, it's been good. You know, um, I guess throughout the course of the year, we realize that's what we need to do. And I come up here, you know, talk to you guys and give you all a reference to that and how our communication has gotten better and um, things we do to build a better relationship and continue to grow and pick each other's brains. And our Friday meetings um, is something we find very important um, for us and the team, just talking about talking about life, talking about things we got going on. Um, we're both new to, you know, this city. We're both new to um, – this opportunity and this job we have. So we talk um, and we build and we, we all talk about things we want to do to, to get this thing rolling, you know. Have you bonded over that? Because you are both new, you are both under tremendous amounts of pressure in, in positions, you know, in this sport and in this town. Is that something that's kind of gotten you guys close together? Yeah, I don't, I don't really see it as pressure, but it's, it's definitely something that we, we both embrace um, because we, we want to win, you know. And one thing I've realized is, um, we kind of realize it about one another, I guess, is we're more alike as a, as a competitor than we think. Um, we, we both want it. We both may express it in different ways, but Coach and I, we, we want to win. Um, and we work hard every day. We're putting the work in every day um, to get better and help the team. So we're going to continue to do that, and the results will come, the results will come when, they, when they come. When you had guys decide to 
decide to, to start meeting on Fridays? How long have you been doing that? Well, I, I told him I wanted to come up there and holler at him. Um, we talked, you know, and he was like, let's make this a Friday thing. That was already my, my intentions, but um, it's a Friday thing, so. Uh, for a minute now, yeah. Okay. Have you had that with head coaches in the past? I have. I have. It's a little different, you know. I grew up, I lived with a guy I played for in high school, so I got a lot of that. I got a lot of time with him. Um, with Coach Saban, I spent a lot of time with him. Uh, I meet with him after games, actually, instead of before, um, right after, on the off day. Um, and Coach Riley, I mean, I spent a lot of time with him. He was in the room with me. Kind of like Nick, but I go in there and holler at him as well uh, before games. Where does Brian Johnson fit into that equation? What has he taught you? You know, some tangible things you may have taught you the first um, nine weeks here. I, I think, I think, you know, you can say tangible. I think, I think it's, it's crucial for everybody to be on the same page. You know, you have a ton of different people that have their hands on the quarterback. Um, Coach Stike and Coach Sirianni and Coach Johnson. I mean, everybody's always on the same page, so. We're all preaching the same things um, so we can be as efficient as we want to be. But I think um, I said again that, that Brian's been um, very important to me um, in my time here um, thus far in this year, um, and he's been good for us. What do you, what do you like about uh, 21 and 13 personnel? What do you like about those packages? Uh, I don't know. My, my first answer to that was I like winning. I like scoring. I don't, I don't really care who on the field. Um, Brian, obviously you guys had a relationship before when he was recruiting you. How how close were you guys back in those days? And did you know a lot about him as a coach? Obviously the recruiting process is different, but did you know his kind of philosophy? Um, his philosophy, I was aware of it. You know, you're seeing the things he did at Mississippi State, some of the things he did at Utah and at Houston even. But my relationship with Brian goes long before um, you know, the, his coaching time. Um, I remember watching Brian go beat Alabama, um, you know, when he played at Utah and, you know, watching him as a kid, even when my dad coached him. So, um, it's been, it's been a great relationship. Stick two more. On the play, um, on the play you checked two with the, the Devontae touchdown. But what, what did you see? I, I heard cover zero, um, what's, and, how many plays did you have? Like two plays that, that was that were given to you, or did you have to kind of come up with something else? Um, it was it was off the dome, off the dome, like yeah. off the dome. You know what that means? No. Like off, <laughs> off the top of the head. So it was just a play that you just came off the top of your head. Yes, sir. And then how do you communicate that to the guys at the line? I make sure they hear me or see my signal, and we just roll. Next up, offensive tackle Lane Johnson. And Lane Jordan was just talking about what, <laughs> you guys run 400 yards the last, the last two games. And just kind of having that in your back pocket and how that affects defenses and yeah. how it affects like the whole offense. What do you see from that? Like, even if you don't run, just the threat of it. How big is that? Yeah, I love it. I think it. Uh, you know, when you when you do that, you control the the game clock, time of possession. And it makes play action a lot easier. It limits their pass rush. So really, when you're able to run the ball, it makes this makes the game a whole lot easier, rather than you know throwing it back or whatever. Fifty sometimes. I think it's for you guys also to be the aggressors for us instead of being back here dominating the protection. 
Yeah, it feels good. Uh, you know, last two weeks have been uh, a step forward for our offense, and I feel moving forward, guys are going to try to stop the run and try to limit us doing that. So if that happens, we've got to find ways to adapt, but still we would like to, you know, stick with, what, with uh, what's working. What are the challenges of playing against this defense? They're ranked in the top 10 rush pass. Yeah, I think they play sound. Uh, you know, I've only only got to watch a few hours of them so far, but you know, the interior D line very active, pass rush. Um, you know, Vaughn got traded and, and 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 Chubbs hurt, but the other guys are are very active and coming on and ha- had some big had a big game against Dallas. So, yeah, we we know what's in store. We know this is going to be one of our toughest defenses that we play so far this year. And and then moving forward, man, it's all about wins. So we got to win this game. Watching that Dallas team. Yeah, yeah. I thought they did really well. I thought they, um, you know, might have been taken advantage of or um, wasn't seen, I guess, for um, what they are. But yeah, they really sound defense and, and play well all the way around. What, what have you seen from Jordan Howard these last two weeks? <laughs> He's a beast. <laughs> he is, man. He uh, he runs hard. He's always falling forward. Uh, has a lot of power when he runs. A great pass protector and. And really uh, doesn't say a whole lot, moves in silence, but is just a, a great back man. He does and has done well for, for a long time. How involved has Brandon been? He's been in there. He's been in meetings, helping the young guys out as much as he can. And so, yeah, so I've seen him for probably half the day and then the other half, you know, rehabbing and doing that. But he's helping out Stout and stuff in the, in the meeting room. So he's, he's sitting there next to me a lot, but wish he was out there with me. But. Is what it is. In terms of the success of, of the running game, in terms of uh, the different runs that you guys have, and the multiplicity of those, do you think, do you think Stout gets enough credit for designing that stuff? Yeah, I mean, everybody has their input. I mean, Stout's been around the game for you know 30, 40 years, so I mean, he's he's kind of seen it all. And 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 you know, when you can run the ball, you can do a different a different um, certain amount of things inside, outside, mid zone, uh, toss cracks, stuff like that. Mix it up, it and it makes the game a a lot more sound for us, and and like I said, man, we're trying to uh, do what we've been doing the past two weeks, establishing the run. With Jordan, I mean, it's, it's got to be humbling to be to go from being a Pro Bowler to be on the practice squad. Uh, how did he handle that? Like as far as you know, run the scout team and that kind so of. So he he moves in silence. He doesn't say a whole lot. He uh, but he's always his energy, the, the way he practices has always been the same. He's always high effort, high motor. And uh, when he gets his chance to to do something, man, he makes the most of his opportunities. Even in training camp, you saw him. Um, you know, doing well. You saw him in the preseason, that pass blocking, just wiping dudes off the map. So, Jordan Howard's been a been a great player for a long time. Get a win, man. That's what it, you know. Uh, three and six is where we want to be, and uh, moving forward, going against a, a great defense in, in Denver, um, which I can't remember the last time we played there. What thirteen? Uh, or against Peyton Manning, yeah, we got beat 52 to 13 or 52 to 21, though. So, yeah, trying to get a win in Denver, which we haven't done in a very long time. Do you see Jack as sort of fitting the big thing? Yeah, Jack's the guy, a jack of all trades. You know, can play really both tackle spots, play both guard spots, and uh, really progressing. Uh, you know, I had a setback with that with that thumb a little bit, so I think that's, that's hampering him a little bit as far as hand uses, but. He's a guy that's similar to Big V. Matt Tobin can can play everywhere. Yeah, I mean he's still young at the position. I mean I think every game he's he's going to get a little bit better, but it's just it's one of those things where it's going to take time.
Thanks, Lane. Yep. And lastly, tight end Dallas Goddard. Yeah, like you said, uh, we've been running the ball really well the last two weeks, and that's something that we want to keep trying to do. Um, anytime you can run the ball like that, it puts the linebackers, the whole defense in a conflict, including the defensive line, whether they should uh, try to rush and stop the run or if, if you're going to pass play action out of it. Um, it just opens up a whole other dimension to um, the game, and it's hard to run play action if you're not running the ball. So uh, to be able to get the play action going will be big for us. Yeah, there's just a lot of a lot we can do out of our 13 personnel. You know, uh, you got Tyree and Jack who are both really good and willing to block, and then uh, both of them can run and run fast and good routes. So uh, just to be able to put the defense in a bind, whether they get into base big personnel um, and we can spread them out and throw the ball, or if they stay in some sub defense, uh, we just have numbers and we have bigger bodies on uh, littler people that don't like stopping the run as much. Um, so any way you look at it, it's just kind of an advantage to the offense. Yeah, um, you know, it, it was a one high safety and my job was to run to the other side of the field and, um, you know, we had a lot of green grass. We weren't able to connect watching on film. You know, Jalen wasn't able to finish his release because there was a little bit of pushback. And, you know, it's just one that you wish he kind of had back. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one that we're not going to dwell on and uh, we're going to go back and try to make that completion more often than not. Yeah, you can you can watch by film. He's getting better and better each week. Uh, you know, both in the blocking game and uh, whatever else he's asked to do, he just he uh, you know he know he knows his role and he takes full advantage of it. But uh, in the tight end room, he, he's an awesome guy to have in your room. Uh, he likes to talk. He's funny. Um, you know, but at the same time, he's always there to learn and get better. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.